If you could yawn directly into the mic. morning good morning how's your butt good morning good morning good morning good morning welcome to it's memorial day <laughs> i love you okay okay did we finish the 36 questions no i think we have two left okay it's almost memorial day uh we are matt and glennis mccarthy we That's are right. married we have a podcast about relationships we like chet hanks that's all you need to know. Let's mm-hmm. get into it. We almost got divorced. We didn't. What happened? Check the back issues, friend. That's right. It's worth a listen. Some things get heavy. Some things get deep. Some things get light. And some things smell like broccoli. Is oh, that a... Did you hear stomach, my belly? Yeah. Did you hear my belly? <laughs> your belly was like, I need broccoli. Those meatballs were frozen. <laughs> dumb wife didn't make fresh meatballs are you telling me that sauce came from a can it was good it was from a jar bro it was good yeah bro trader joe's sauce is the best in my opinion i mean if you're gonna get it from a jar you might as well get i can't believe you don't like classico Blech. it gives me heartburn every single time they missed you some weird like acidic way to take the skin off their tomatoes <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Well, some places I like heard this on a commercial for <laughs> a tomato company. I was reading this in a mom group. Some tomatoes use acid to take the skin off their tomatoes. Do some research before you post something. Listen, I finally feel normal because somebody got to serve me food at a restaurant where I didn't wear a mask. What do you want for my life? This is a mom group, not an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. <laughs> I never think about that unless you bring it up. So that shows progress for me. True. Yeah. If you thought about it, that would be a resentment. That's right. Remember, kids, resentments aren't just, it doesn't just mean being angry. It means playing the fucking rerun in your head over and over and over. And if you want reruns, Matthew has plenty of suggestions. Tell them a rerun they should watch, Matthew. Fat Man and the Jake. <laughs> Perfect. I didn't even know that was a show. Jake and the Fat Man? Oh, okay. I know that one. Chris let me borrow a couple of his mom's tapes. I was watching one. Yeah? Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a lot of starting recording and stopping recording. It's the most fascinating thing on an old VHS tape. If anybody out there has old VHS tapes, send them to me. Is it stopping, starting and stopping, or is it... Recording and then recording over it. Uh, there is that, which uh, is not the best thing to do for a tape. But there is also, is that a spider in the middle of the room? Where? Oh, 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 oh my God. Get him. Get him and take him outside. Where is, where is the web? Oh, it might be coming from the. <laughs> he was shimming across the room like this was fucking. Oh my God, look at him. He's straight out. What the frig? That was crazy. <laughs> spiders, man, they're crazy. We saw a bunch of baby spiders today. Yeah, they were building a little community. They were like, this is our commune. 
We live at the top of roses. Oh, top of the world, Ma! Top of the world. First the roses, then the world. That's your spider voice? Yes, I'm a spider. First the roses, then the world. Do you smoke in your web? Oh, yeah. I got all eight legs going. (laughs) 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 I go puff, 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 puff. Wow, you can smoke half half a pack at once oh yeah it's great (laughs) i don't got the corona oh you're such a tiny little spider (laughs) i tell you that has been the funnest part you know because it's the commercials it's not the show and the you know the local commercials the promos and then just seeing any tape tape from tv seeing people change the channel Mm -hmm. it's just fascinating you know what you are you're an ad dad an ad dad yeah an ad dad? What's an ad dad? An, a, an ad dad is a dad who enjoys watching ads. He likes watching old ads, new ads, slow ads, and fast ads. Wow. <laughs> He's an ad dad. No, I did. Th- I was. I've been. Because th- all the voiceover stuff, I'm like, where's Glennis? Where's Glennis in these commercials? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, I w- wonder if there was a. Did you have a voiceover hero growing up or when you were older? Uh, no, it's so funny because I didn't really care about voiceover. Like I just, I started doing it. My agent sent it. me out yeah. and I was just like, I hate this. I hate it so much. And she was like, just keep doing it. You're good at it. And I was like, I really don't like this. And she's like, you're going to make a lot of money. Sure enough. Turns sure out, enough. Here I am. <laughs> she, here I am with my tens of dollars. She knew what she was talking about. I do enjoy doing voices. Voiceover is a different beast and it has changed so much that I'm just finding myself going, ugh. Ugh. What are they what did they used to want? They used to want you to smile and be really happy and be like, Hey guys, I know exactly what you need for your legs. And now what now what do they want? And now they want Yeah, I don't care. Like, well, if you want something for your legs, it's fine. Or whatever. It's like, fine. I, I really don't care. If it is funny, and especially in the world of COVID commercials, the this constant, like, Madison Avenue thing where they think that they can trick us into thinking it's not a commercial. Right. This constant, like, not sales pitchy, just throw it away. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just like you're talking to your friend. Right. You're just like, oh my God, wait, did you have the new filet of fish? Have you tried it? Oh, you got to try it. It's low in cholesterol. It's baked, not fried. And it's, it's got a... F- a flaky? I a, was going to say flaky. A flaky cry. And then we make out. <laughs> With a fish sandwich between us. With a us. fish sandwich between us. Yeah, you take a bite and pass it to my mouth. I just tweeted this um, at McCarthy Redhead if you want in on the action. Ooh, the on Twitter? <clears throat> and Instagram. <laughs> I can't. I think I'm too old for TikTok. I don't get it. I get it. I just, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I never get anything new. It's just Vine with music. I, okay. I'm, I'm Vine without it. How, how do they, why do they, what do they, who do they, when do they? Mm. Okay. I've also heard, I've not looked into this, so don't 
Don't at me, bro. Don't don't at me. Don't DM me. <laughs> None of it. Don't MD me, bro. But I heard or read something very quickly once about how it's like like the Chinese government owns TikTok or something. Cool. And Well, I don't know, cuz remember when people everybody was aging themselves with that picture? Sure, sure, sure. That sure, was sure, like sure, 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 sure. You know, everybody who wasn't doing it were the first ones to post the article about you know, it's a Russian Right. you know, face mapping. Yeah, face mapping. Something. They're stealing your info, blah 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 thing. Yeah. It's pretty easy to steal somebody's info. I know. But that's my favorite thing is because everyone that I saw posting that, I know didn't download it because they're like, oh, it's Russia. It's because they were like, oh, everyone's doing this. Then I'm not going to. (laughs) And then they got the sweet satisfaction (laughs) of like, actually. Do you know that for a fact? Um. The Pop Tart commercials mm-hmm. in 1988. Mm-hmm. Th- it's they're just all about sex. Whoa! <laughs> what? It's just it's bizarre. What? So cool. They're hot, and then oh. it's like it's just these teenagers leering at each other. Oh my god! And like eating like lis- like lasciviously eating Pop Tarts, and also. Pop tarts without frosting, like dry pop tarts. Oof, like, I don't. No. Like, what kind of fucking psychopath is buying the unfrosted pop tarts? Well, Still. probably a teen who is, you know, putting his dick inside of it after it gets yellow. Oh, I gotta sue pop tarts because I burned my dick skin. There's one where the the kid he has a dream. The boy he has a dream. Uh, that three younger, uh, you know, hot teenage girls, like, bring him Pop-Tarts in his sleep. And then he wakes up and he's upset that, you know. It's it was just a- his mom. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, it was his mom and his dog. <laughs> his mom's licking his toes. Okay, that's too far. But you were in a Pop-Tarts commercial. Well, no, I used to do the voices of... The little girl yeah. who was t- always trying to eat the Pop-Tarts and then some of the Pop-Tarts I would do. What did that voice sound like? She was like, ah, the smell of success. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah, so funny. But it is so funny how like watching these, like any cartoons from that era, it's just Frank Welker doing oh, all yeah. the voices. Yep. I don't know if you noticed the new movie, Scoob. Mm-hmm. he does oh, the yeah, voice of does. scooby i know i saw that in the credits yeah. i was like oh that's why it was so good yeah i was like oh that's that's like perfect yeah pretty talented that dude it's just so funny too the um you know the voiceover guys in a world it's just like every fucking have you driven a chevrolet you know every fucking commercial yeah Yep, they. It's like, it's still so. Like, they will not let women do those trailer. No woman has ever done the trailer. They had a whole movie about it. Right. It was a good movie. It was really good. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called though. Um. In a world, I think it was called in a world. I think it was called in a world. (laughs) Yeah, watch it. 
Watch it. Watch it, dude. Watch it, hardware. Watch it, soft face. <laughs> so, uh, how's your quarantine, Matt? Um, it's going all right. I mean, I've been, I've been getting headaches. I'm just like, I don't know, not drinking water or yeah, moving. When you told me or moving, we walk every morning. Yeah, but then I. It. Then I plant. See what did I tell you? She's moving over to that other. That's bed. right. Gilda's like, move. Don't mind if I do. I'll um, just be back here. You said to me the other day that you woke up and drank a glass of water. You said it three different times in three different conversations, and yeah. you felt so good. Yeah, dude. I fucking I made myself an egg sandwich. I had a cup of coffee and a huge glass of water, and the glass of water is really what kicked. The, I had an amazing day. Yeah. I really trace it back to that one glass of water. I think night. I think we all think we drink enough water, but no. no, we don't. And it's not coffee. Britt said this to me the other day. It's not coffee that dehydrates you. It's that you're drinking coffee instead of water. So you're. Drink, oh God! You're, you know, if I have like a couple cups of coffee, cup of that I can't talk. <laughs> I can't roller skate. Like I feel like dog shit. Yeah. If I don't eat because I ate something. I think I only had the one cup of coffee, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I drink, I fill this thing up, this canteen of water, multiple times a day. I'd, I'd have to say, like, at least five times a day. And You're peeing most of the day. I'm peeing most of the day and, and through night. the night. And really, I should be wearing an adult diaper. But I don't get headaches. And I can drink as much coffee as I want, which is my favorite thing in the world. And we've been doing Delgano. I don't know if you guys are on this TikTok trend, but Delgano coffee is You love TikTok. No, I love Delgano. I've got nothing else from TikTok. The only, I see, I see enough TikToks reposted on Instagram or Twitter that I'm like, you know what? I'm getting the best of the best. Yeah. I don't need to see the stuff that isn't very good. No, no. People send them to me or I see them on, yeah, Instagram. Delgano coffee, or as tell my them friend, what it is. As my friend Hawkins called it, bologna coffee. Bologna coffee. Bologna. Hawkins. Hawkins. Delgano coffee is equal parts of water, sugar, and instant coffee, whipped until it peaks. Until it peaks, like a like an acid trip. High school football <laughs> player, uh, and <laughs> and then. And then you put it into your large cup with ice and some milk of your choice. I use soy vanilla, and it is just mwah, chef's kiss. It's really good. Yeah. And then when I'm done with it and there's still some foam, foam left, I take old coffee and pour it in yeah, about no halfway up. Yeah, no wonder you're getting headaches. Well... <sighs> You know. No, you can't go back on that. You can't backtrack. No, I mean, this weekend I've had a but towards the end of the day, I just start getting some headaches. Yeah, I think it really does have to do with the water because we've been walking in the morning and, you know. Yeah. We're getting to you know how far we went this morning? Well, mine said 2.7, but then I also, like, was at the beach with Jackie. So I was walking around and, you know, with him. So I'll have to look. But 2.7 feels possible. Yeah. So you guys went to the beach today, huh? We did. Staying safer at home, huh, Glennis? I know. It feels 
uh, it felt like a really bad idea, <laughs> but I just really, you know, I didn't think it through because it's Memorial Day weekend. And so I'm like, why am I doing this? But then you, you can't say something like that to a four-year-old and then not nope, follow he, through. Nope. He has been telling me every day yeah. uh, this week that he's going swimming in Brit's pool mm-hmm. and then told me he was going to the beach. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it. I don't, I don't care because he has to learn patience somehow. He tells me to be patient. Listen, I'll tell you about patience, kid. I'm going to make you wait a whole week to go to school. That was amazing. Where were we? <laughs> we I think we were on a walk. And, yeah. And you were, fuck, you started getting steamed, steamed <laughs> clams over here about uh, somebody not wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really loudly just goes, that's not your job, mom. <laughs> patience. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Do you remember what you said? I said, shut the fuck up, kid. Close. You said, actually, it is my job because <laughs> he could get us sick. And I'm like, he he already won the argument. That's true. He and did. Then, we, then when you were looking the other way, when you were watching the guy, like trying to see what car he was going into and write down the license plate number in your mind. <laughs> shut me, the fuck up. Me and, me and Jack fist bumped. Please. Anyway. It is. Uh, he, at least he... he, he he gives it to you as well. He gives it to me quite a bit. He, I mean, I think that's, they just repeat what they hear. Right, I mean, and you are ultra hypercritical of me. <laughs> I'm glad that you admit it. Next topic. Ooh, should we stay on this topic for a minute? Sure. Okay. Well, here's the good news. Christ I'm, is born. Christ, <laughs> Christ risen. the way, the life. The way, the life. Uh, I am ultra critical of you because I am ultra critical of myself and mm-hmm. I am working on myself. So therefore I can't help but, you know, rub off on ultra you. Ultra critical is harsh. It is, but you're very but harsh with me. You. <laughs> this is what they want. <laughs> this is what the listeners want. Uh, no, I, I've said this before. I feel like there are times when it's not necessary to point things out or say, don't do it that way. No, you're right. That's all. Yeah, I agree. But but uh, the only reason I've I've said things is because he picks up on it. I understand, and I agree, and yeah. I'm working on it also. I know, no. No, I, I, I'm just saying, I don't want you to think that it has to be a conversation beyond what you need to say, because I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm working on it. I really am. Thank you. I'm working on nothing. Drinking more water would be great. I'm just trying to be... Less perfect. Uh, I mean, there is nothing that you do wrong. There is nothing that you do right. Could improve on. You are perfection in every way. Wow. Is that what your parents no. used to say to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine. 
there was some show where they were what show was it where the mom was the kid was like having the grown-up was having a flashback to when he was a kid and his mom was like you're perfect and oh community oh yeah right yeah and i was like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) you fail either way oh we have a listener email whoa i just swallowed the mic there for a second do you want to read the email you want me to read it no i'm do you want to read it now oh yeah 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 please (laughs) we didn't mean to brush over that guys i am extremely critical of matthew extremely is again too harsh hey your word's not mine bro Uh, no i said what did i say ultra harsh way harsh tie way harsh tie uh what am i looking for here we go tiktok just kidding um can i tell you the thing that i never bring up but i have noticed i was like oh that's my little chestnut go-to that i'll whip out sometime to to be right in an argument go when it's not about you but i'll make it about you go and i'm bringing it up now to hand it over to you to to make myself accountable that i will that I am aware that I want to use this in an argument, and I'm not going to. Oh, my God. This sounds like a really bad idea, but go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I can't wait to hear it. You leave garbage on the counter. (laughs) What? (laughs) I leave garbage on the counter? What on earth? not Not like garbage. I'm just saying you'll leave like... Uh, rappers. Okay, we're gonna move away from this conversation. Or like banana peels. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But thank you for playing. The dumbest thing you've ever heard. She says. I just don't think it's right of you to like start that conversation when I am the only person who has deep cleaned this house. The only person. We've never had a maid, except for me. Okay, so this email. That. Wow, uh, look at you. Glennis and Matt. Just just like Indiana Jones, you get your last thing in and then the fucking wall comes down. You grabbed your hat. hat. (laughs) You're the one who started it. I said it was a bad idea. Didn't I? I said it was a bad idea. Like if you have a popsicle stick, I can show you on the counter where you leave it. Sometimes I do it because I'm like, who cares? I'm the only person who cleans. Wow. And then do you ever go into the kitchen and wonder where it magically went? No, Matthew. Matthew? You called me Matthew? I've been calling you Matthew this whole episode, by the way. Have you not noticed that? Clearly, I have not. Exactly. Only when it was important to your point. I do love sometimes when um, I ask you something and you're like, I just told you that. Did you not hear me? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, this is, that was me telling you that I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> if you need me to say so it explicitly. So this email starts off, dear Glennis and Matt. Now I feel like I need a glass of water before this email. Oh my fucking God. Go ahead. There's fireworks going off outside, guys. It's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. Set off the fireworks. Are you going to vamp? Are you going to talk to them? Well, I was going to say, there was a, oh, I, oh, um. Shit, you said something and I was going to start singing something from... I was going to start a fight. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to start sing- singing something from 
from Gypsy, but now I can't remember what it was. What did you say? It wasn't You'll Be Swell. Oh, it was I Had a Dream. A dream about you, Papa. It's gonna come true, Gypsy. You know what's so fun? Did she eat all of her food? Probably. Oh, thank God. I don't know, I guess. We really need to rewatch um, The Fisher King. Oh my gosh, this again? Well, that's, it's such a good movie and it's the it's it's where i know that those songs from oh interesting and i don't know the correct lyrics i know i had a dream a dream of guess who videos <laughs> you must be she it's just what it's what's his name um the first mr noodles i don't uh i forget the actor's name I know it, but I can't think of it. God, he was brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's very weird to sometimes, f- like, like almost have an out-of-body experience. I don't know if you can relate to this, but, like, you almost have an out-of-body experience where you're saying the words and you're reacting the way that you're reacting because it's so what you're used to. Yeah. And it's the only thing that you... It's just, like, an instant thing. There's no pause. And then you're just like, God, you're a f- you're fucking the worst. You are so annoying. Stop doing this. But I think that's called reacting. Yes. I just said that. Did you not hear me say that? <laughs> Woof. Kidding. I didn't say that. That was a joke. Woof. Uh, no. Yeah. Why it's do you bring it up? Because you just said that I am very critical of you. Ultra critical. Oh my lord! <laughs> I'm gonna knock all of those this shit off your shelves. That's where I keep the stuff that's not as special. Talking about <laughs> reacting. Um, totally. Well, that's the idea. That's that. You know. I said, "Can you relate?" Yeah. All right. So there you go. Completely. Yeah. So it's not something that I don't think in that. I think there are certain things that you can kind of like stop yourself in the moment and be like, okay, I'm going to take a pause, take a breath. And that comes with time. And like, I don't think that is just the only part of it. I think there's underlying stuff too, you know? Well, uh, it's the potty training thing. Yeah. Of cluelessness, the four stages, cluelessness, I peed, I'm peeing, I'm about to pee. Well, and I think that, but I think the deeper stuff is like uncover, discover, discard. Like it's uncover mm-hmm. what this, what is really going on here. And like the only thing I can really equate it to is like with Jack where I would just get really frustrated so quickly and I would just be like, ah, it is so hard to have a kid. And then I'm like, I don't want to react that way. So what's going on? Like, yeah. what's underneath this? And I'm like, well, I didn't ever get to feel like I was taken care of. So then how do I reparent myself? Like, how do I get to take care of myself so that I can take care of this little person so that I don't feel so? And some st- some stuff is takes a little longer to figure out, you know? Mm-hmm. I, That's pff, all. Can I relate? Yes. <laughs> Verily. Verily. 
Okay, so this email. Uh, this you, know, you know what I'm going to write in the description of the show? Tell me. This week, Glennis is ultra critical of Matt. Send us your emails at I love you. <laughs> I have a dream, Papa. A dream of guess who videos. All right. Um, mm, my questions to discuss on the air. It says, Dear Glennis and Matt. And then there's some lovely words for us. And then it says, My questions to discuss on the air, if you so choose, relate to boundaries with parents. Recently, I blew up on my parents about a specific issue that clearly stemmed from a lot of built-up resentment about choices they made when I was growing up. Hello! Did not even mean to relate that to what I was just talking about. What a lead-in. Seriously. The catalyst of the blow-up came from them asking about my plans with my living girlfriend of two years. Yet, yo, parents, implying when I was going to ask her to marry me. Um, this is a consistent topic whenever we come over to their house or engage in a long-term conversation. They're very conservative and Christian, and my younger brother's already married. I'm 25, and my girlfriend is 22. Wow, your uh, younger brother is already married. Wow. And I feel like it was none of their business to pressure or push either of us either direction. I think it is a blurring of boundaries. This has been a problem my whole life that created an Oedipus... An Oedipus I always say Oedipus when I read that. An Oedipus complex between my mom and I. She treated me as replacement to my father and overshared about marital money and family issues. It created some very tense evenings that ended right after... Wait. It created some very tense evening that ended right after the blow-up. <coughs> oh, it created a very tense... I cried on the way home as my girlfriend drove as lots of emotions bubbled up. Oh. When I want what I wanted was input on how to establish boundaries in a better way than what I'm doing. I'm trying a subtle method and it's not working. I want to maintain a relationship with my parents especially since my dad and I have had a very rough relationship my entire childhood that has only recently been getting better and better since I moved out of their house a few years ago. If more info is needed, let me know. Um Wow. And then there's um, something there's like something at the end. But that's uh, OK. First of all, I totally relate to the boundary stuff. Maybe not so much with my not in the same way with my mom. Like I never had to set that boundary with my dad because he was like, <laughs> I was like, please, please break the boundaries with me, dad. Peace. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm off. But with. My mom, I had to set a boundary with her before I had Jack because I had a sneaking suspicion that she wasn't properly um, taking care of her mental health. And so, and it was affecting me. And I was like, you're not going to be a part of my kid's life if you don't take care of yourself because it's just stressful. So... It's almost like the intervention thing where it's like, if I'm going to say something, then I have to really mean it, right? So I did. I said that. I meant it. You're not, if you don't do this, I'm not, you're not going to see your grandson. That's it. Because I had to protect him. I can't say I would do the same thing for me. That came a little bit later. But because I did that, 
it's, I mean, it's my mom. Like she wants to be a part of my life. She wants to be a part of Jack's life. You know, I, I'm lucky that way. So she did. She started to, you know, she got help and then, and now she's a part of our lives and we have a good relationship. Um, but I feel like maybe you, Matt, can relate a little more closely to like the actual stuff in this with your parents, maybe? Well, I mean, I was lucky in so much that um, my brother, older brother, moved in with his girlfriend, now wife, mm. you know, years before you and I ever moved in together. And I know they gave him a lot of shit. Um, in fact, I even, I, I, if I recall correctly, I remember my mother just offhandedly saying to me, like, well, if you're going to live together, why don't you just get married? She said it to you? Right. Yeah. Um, but to which begs the question, what is it? What do you care? You know? Yeah. Because what's the... You're living in sin, I guess, is the the, the thinking. I guess. Um, yeah. It's a very old school way of thinking. Well, that's... what I. That's conservative is code for... This is how we've always done it. Right. Son. Right. Uh, and so I was nervous when I called my parents uh, and told them... And it's funny, it's one of those many, like, when I have a conversation with my parents about something um, uncomfortable or adult or what have you, I'm, I need to talk to my dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom is, you know, I'm, I'm her baby, you know? And and let's face it, I always will be. Right. You know, which hey, Jackie's really really cute. You know, I'm gonna miss his little voice. Yeah. You know, but yeah. he can also like I'm excited for him to <laughs> grow into a person. Yeah. Um. So from that respect i think my dad's reaction was you know just all right you know i remember like even even more so than that was when we did get married that we didn't do it in a church with a priest right um and basically i let him say his piece I'm like, ah, so you're not going to get married in the church? Uh, I'm like, no, our friend Katina, who introduced us, is going to marry us. He goes, ah, well, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, and he gets to have his feelings. Right. I mean, the thing with boundaries is they go both ways. Yeah. You know, you cannot change anyone else, you know? You right, can... but you also can't take on that. No, because he said it in a, at least my memory of it was, my feeling in the moment was there was a moment where I could have said, well, why is that too bad? Yeah. You know? Instead, guess what I said? Nothing. Right. And then guess what happened? Nothing. Right. And then that was the end of it. And we had a beautiful ceremony, and, and it was yeah. lovely, and yeah. And everybody got faced. 
<laughs> yeah. So what 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 I'm saying is my experience has been you cannot fight with someone who's not fighting. Right. You cannot engage with someone who's not engaging. Yeah. So if this is something that happens every time that you're with them, um, look at who you can control. Because it's not anyone else but myself. Right. You know? Right. And so when I say setting a boundary is two ways, it's also, you know... I don't want them to act this way towards me. Um, you don't get to decide how they're going to act right. or how they're going to feel. Yeah. And the quicker that I realize that is the closer I get to that serenity and that acceptance. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, that is acceptance. This is who this person is. Yeah. Next, as soon as I started to accept that my mom was never going to be the mom that I wanted her to be. I got to see the good parts of who she actually is. Right. When I stopped trying to make her the June Cleaver, who was like, listened to what I was saying and remembered what I said and asked about me. I was like, well, there are other things that are great about my mom. It took me a long time to get there, but they're there and they're great. You know, I mean, the times that I've gotten hurt by other people's actions more times than not i mean unless somebody's being malicious but then even then it's like god what kind of a sick person would do yeah, that or say that you? Yeah. you know um <clears throat> the times that i'm hurt by someone's actions is when i have an expectation yeah exactly. you know when i when i'm disappointed or i like or even you know because it's like I'm ex if I'm expecting mom and dad to give me shit about living with this girl. Guess what? They're gonna, you know, yeah. but you don't you're not going to get shit unless you take shit. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I will say it's hard with it's messy with parents like it can be very messy. But sometimes what helps me is to try to get to know try to get to understand my parents more mm -hmm. you know like it really was an eye-opening moment when I when it sunk in that because my dad <clears throat> I don't know why I'm so phlegmy it's the COVID probably probably I mean didn't you go to COVID beach today ah! uh when I when I when it really when it sunk in that my dad was the youngest of 14 kids but what does that look like what does that mean like right. how do you how how is your life like my mom told me a story the other day that my dad when he was little like little he was probably like five he fell into a construction site like a dig hole and hit his head and they just didn't know that he was missing not until he like woke up and came to and then he just went back to the house and they were just like, hey, Tommy. He was knocked out. He was knocked out. Like my mom's like, I, that's how I remember him telling it to me. And I'm like, oh, my God. No wonder he didn't like want to get close to anybody. Mm. Poor thing, you know. And so now when I can see him, see his inner child, his childhood and with my mom, too, like I've asked her questions 
you know, I've, I've, I did this meditation series. I was like, ask your parent, ask your mom these questions, you know? And, and I was like, ah, I don't want to. So getting to know your parent, like asking them how they're feeling, you know, like what, you know, it seems like you bring this up a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about this? Yeah, because I mean, it's like, it, it, I, I, it would seem to me that if a topic keeps getting brought up, it is because it is not being resolved. Right. And I don't know that you two getting married is going to resolve it. Because maybe you know? she wants a baby, you know, a, a grandchild. Maybe she is afraid that, you know, like a lot of people equate marriage to like staying together forever, which is not the case because you can get divorced, you know, like that's not going to solve anything. So like what we can't guess what her underlying fear is. Clearly there is some fear under there, but you can talk to her about it. And, and who knows, who knows what conversation will come out of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, the best thing to do when you're dealing with other people, whether it's mom and dad or whoever, is making I statements, not making you statements. Right. You know, I feel this, you know, because yeah. it's, because it's, that's even like, we do that when we parent, you know. Right. Like, I, I want you to put that down. I don't like when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's not just, don't do it, I'm bigger than you. Right. right. You know. Um. Because I'll say things to Jack and then I'll follow it up with, do you understand why? Yeah. Here's why. Yeah. And guess what happens after I explain why? He's not as mad or mad at all that right. he doesn't get to do the thing. Because nobody wants to be controlled. Right. And I'm and, and more times than not, and he knows the answer. And I say to him, I'm like, what's my job? Keeping me safe. That's right. Mm-hmm. Keep me safe. I'm like, Absolutely. So that's why you can't sit on the side of the inflatable pool. You could fall over and hit your head. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, there's lots of things we can do to have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But so I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean. Well, it sounds like we, I mean, we we have a bunch of, like, experience in this area. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I it didn't take one time for either of us like one time to set that boundary with our parent or one time to have a conversation with our parent it takes and and but the hardest part i think is to protect ourselves you know and and not worry about how the other person is going to react if you say i don't want to talk about this anymore i really do not like these conversations and when we are going to get married, you will be the very first person I tell because I love right. you so much and you're so important to me. If you're, you know, if you say that to your mom and she's like, how dare you? Do you know what I've done for you? Who knows what her reaction would mm, be? Mm. You have, in my experience, I've had to just let go of what the other person's reaction is. Well, I mean, you can't, I remember a guy coming at me with some, you know, he's like, uh, that's inappropriate that you're doing that because of X, Y, and Z. And in my mind, I wanted to be... My reaction in my mind was, fuck you. Right. I didn't even fucking ask what you think. Right. You know? I'm like, and it's not because of A, B, and C. I'm like, you're wrong, I'm right. Fuck off. <laughs> but I had enough 
awareness of what was happening inside of me. And what was happening inside of me was fear. Right. Um, and I said, okay. Yeah. And then he started explaining it again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you for your opinion. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. And then once he started going to explain it a third time, then I cut him off and I said, Gary, I understand how you feel. It's always a Gary, isn't it? Gary. Gary. Every improv scene I ever did, it was a Gary. God damn it, Gary. Gary, I fucking hear you. But I mean, that's a good point. Like what's going on inside of you? Mm -hmm. Like what is this bringing up in you? Right. The fear, like writing it out helps me. You know, I'm afraid that I'm disappointing my parents. I'm afraid that <laughs> I'm never going to be happy. I'm afraid I'll never, you know, whatever it is. It helps me to put a name to it because then I can go, oh, well, that's not true. That's a, that's that's a lie I'm telling myself, you know. Well, I guess the question, what it comes down to is, well, what are your intentions with this girl? If the answer is, we don't know. Right. We like each other. Maybe we like like each other. Maybe we love each other. <laughs> we live together. And that's all I know right now. Yeah. That's a that's an answer. You know? That and and, and and if it keeps getting brought up, there is nothing wrong with saying, Look, I feel uncomfortable now. Yeah. Because this seems to be all we ever talk about. Right. So can we move past this? Yeah. 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 Because, you know, again, I'm 40, you know. I can... I'm 40. I'm 40. I can kick. <laughs> I can stretch. I can set boundaries. I can set boundaries and express my feelings. I got a blow-up pool. <laughs> I'll get chlorine and borax. <laughs> I'm balancing the pH. <laughs> I don't drink water. <laughs> <laughs> I have a headache and no solutions. <laughs> you know, but there are times when my uh, my mother. <clears throat> <laughs> what? My voice changed. My mother. <laughs> I mean, I've got a brother, I've got a sister, I've got a father, and a mother. My mother. Oh, shit. Your mother. Um, there are times I can talk to her like an adult, and then there are times when, um, you know, I'm still her little boy. It's beyond her emotional wheelhouse. It's like if somebody hasn't hasn't progressed past the point of seeing you, which is out of love. Like it's not that they're doing it to like infantilize you because they are. She's malicious. She's doing it because I mean, truly what I think is because it's love. Right. That's how she mm -hmm. feels and expresses love to you. I mean. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean. My, my my suggestion to anyone is meditate mm -hmm. and 
if you can't accept the situation that you're in, you don't have to be in the situation that you're in. And that's, I think that was my point, you know, with my mom. It's like, I just can't accept this. And if you can't change, then I just won't have you in my life. So what happened? They had a blow up, he said? Yeah, they had a blow up. And then he, on the way home, got very emotional. It, It created a very tense evening that ended right after the blow up. So I cried all the way home as my girlfriend drove as lots of emotions bubbled up. And like, you know, these emotions that are coming up too with this kind of stuff. It's like if you were, you know, with my mom, it was a very codependent relationship. So I was really responsible for her happiness. I was made to feel that I was very responsible for her happiness, which is what codependence is. It's like, you know, I need you. In order to be happy, mm-hmm. you have to make me happy. So, and it's all, a, it's an incredible like, it's impossible. It's impossible. There yeah. is, I mean, it's impossible with normal people, but especially with people that just um, haven't, like I said, progressed beyond this emotional, you know, state of maturity. Uh, and yeah, it, 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 it created this kind of this relationship where I just I had repressed and pushed down all these feelings of helplessness. Like I just felt so helpless because I didn't know how to fill this role that she had put me in. Sure. So if you're saying that you and your mom had a an Oedipus, you know, situation where it's like I've heard this all the time, you know, it's like what do they call it? Like a a uh, I can't think of the word that like I've heard before, like a, a son, a husband, boy, a boy. I don't know. It's like the, the mom will make her son her husband. It's like, you're the person I tell everything to. You're the one who's with me all the time. You make me so happy, you know, and it's, you can't fill that role. Like you can't like you, one person cannot be everything. And if, especially if it's a child, it's just too much. And so I think that is like protecting myself was a, um, the only way I could protect myself was by pushing all that shit down, Mm. but it's got to come out somehow. It's got to come out sometime. Like we talk about that all the time. Like the only way to get this stuff out is by crying. That's how, you know, there's work to be done in an area. So, I mean, I had to go to therapy for many, many years, you know, and, and, um, And then look at how I was recreating that relationship in my life Mm. with you, with, you know, like I wanted to have a little girl to recreate that relationship. And when we were pregnant with a boy, I was like, I don't know what that means. What do how do, how do you raise a child? That's not a girl. Like the, what does that, what does it even look like? You know? So yeah, there's, you said feelings bubbling up. That feels pretty intense. Well, I don't know what this blow up is all about. But, you know, I mean, you got a part in that, you know, yeah. like, but like, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened. My assumption is you two didn't just sit there and they screamed at you, you know, for four hours. Right. Um, like, um, if it were me, I would have gotten defensive. I would have gotten, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. In, but that's I used to think Glennis started every fight and 
I found out that she didn't. I started every fight by fighting. Yeah. You know? By being defensive, by being like scrambling to be like, well, here's here's the amazing reason that I'm going to come up with right now why I didn't do the dishes. Because I leave trash on the counter. Here's, I fucking, but I clean up the banana peels on the counter, you know? <laughs> it's just like. Well, Instead of thinking like, oh gosh, I wonder if Glennis was like, or me with you. It's like, I wonder if the reason this happened is because, you know, she was running to get onto a meeting to get jack food before you know the meeting started here's my point when i brought it up <laughs> is it's not a problem but no. it's 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 n i don't mind it at all i truly don't <laughs> but when i saw it i noticed my brain say here's an opportunity to bring up something she does yeah. that is imperfect right right which is not me being honest it's me being manipulative you know, and it's and it's something that, oh, I'll use this against yeah. her. Yeah. You know, wrath. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it sucks that things guy. Yeah, but I mean, it, it nothing happens in a vacuum. You got to you got to look at what your part in all of it was. Right. Um, Because I don't know. May it, let, let's suppose that your parents are complete monsters, you know, <laughs> the, you don't have to be around them. Right. You know? Yeah. It, I mean, then, you know, there's no victims. There's only volunteers. <clears throat> if you try you talking go. to somebody and it just you just can't see eye to eye, you can't get through. Yeah. Then what are you going to do? You're going to keep sticking around and being like, right. oh, tell everybody all oh, this. Suck. Not that you're doing that. I'm just saying like, yeah. We don't this know the whole situation. But I am talking from experience of right. like, oh, this fucking asshole again. It's right. like, well, then what do you, you why then Nobody then wants stop. to be around. Nobody wants to listen to that. Like, do you want to be happy? Do you want to, you know. Do you want to be happy or do you need to be right? Do you want to be happy or do you want a milkshake? That's what I always say. I drink your, your happy. I mean, it's yeah, it's and that's and that's that's the distinction. It's not, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Everybody wants all those things, but do you want to be happy or do you need to be right? Right, I need to be right. A lot of times, I need mm -hmm. to feel, you know, safe. I guess I don't know what it is. In control. Bye. Let's go party. Happy people don't need to be right. It's there's so much relief in just admitting like, oh, my gosh, you know what? You're right. Like I was you're right. I was totally a dick or I was wrong or yeah, I am afraid or, you know, whatever. It I is. mean, it's it's, you know, it's I don't know what the whole situation is, but I mean, if it's something where it's like. You know, what are your intentions with this girl? And and my response is, well, what is that supposed to mean? Right. As opposed to, well, what are your intentions with this girl? I don't know. We love each other and we're just taking it as it comes. What are your intentions with this girl? To murder her. Yeah. Well, it's a long con, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I date for two years and then I murder She's her. She's the heiress to the Jif peanut butter fortune. What? 
Jiff Jr.? And then cut to six months from now, Karen and Georgia are talking about them. Oh, snap. Murder! We just, we just set up those layup. We lay it up. They, okay. Murder. Yeah, so that that that's a lot. We th- we threw a lot at you, but this is all from our experience. It's We could totally relate. Um, subtle methods that there's there that's not that's dishonest i think being yeah subtle it's like well, you're not telling i don't know to me it i don't seems... know look at it this way you've been trying to be subtle about it how's that working out for right. you right uh, but i think the it look at the way you're being subtle about it that's all i'm saying yeah like because when i think i'm being subtle i'm just like rolling my eyes and walking away and it's like that's not subtle that's passive aggressive that's mm-hmm like expecting someone to read my mind and then going, why right. didn't you read my mind? What That's the fuck's right. Wrong with you? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, Listen. say what you mean, mm-hmm. mean what you say. Mm-hmm. Don't say it mean. That's right. Detach with love. Okay. And don't light yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. You know, you know? They, no one can make you feel anything. I'm sure before the blow up happened, it was already happening in your mind. I'm sure yeah, I mean, you on the it. way to dinner, you yeah. were already like, here we fucking go. Oh my God, 100%. You I know? would, yeah, totally. So there, that that is something to consider. If I am in fact right, which I know that I am. <laughs> well, always. But he, there's been an interesting experiment that I've been playing in my mind where- You stare at people on the subway to see I if they look s- away first. Yes, it's a status game. Um. I have been noticing when the feeling of like wanting to control a situation comes up in me where I want to say no. I want to say stop. I want to say, you know, I just want to control it. And I just immediately like let go of every need to control it. I just go, okay, just stop. It doesn't always work. I don't always catch it. Mm. But when I do catch it and I've found myself with this meeting, like I've found myself it comes up sometimes where people are like, what if we did this? Or somebody comes in that I'm, you know, whatever. I find myself, when I do that, and I just come at it from the, from love, because it's either love or fear, right? There's just two, that's it, two umbrellas, right? So if I come at it with love, then everything just like flows. Like the, the world just like falls into place and I've done absolutely nothing except for be like, great okay cool or i'm not going to control this that's something to consider yeah in in those moments think do my parents love me do i love my parents maybe we all do yeah maybe they're i don't know what yeah it might not be a fix in this situation because it feels like things have gotten to a boiling point but at least if on your way to see your parent, yeah. your mom. I, I, I would, yeah. It, it, I don't know what the fix is, but it's probably taking action that will change you. Yeah. And a lot of the change that has come over the past, you know, 10 weeks in quarantine for me has been from meditating. You know, and I've talked about that a mm-hmm. lot, but like sitting down and, and this morning I was telling you, I was, I had a, I had a very deep like meditation about relationships and I just had this, I was just like, again, tears streaming down my face, you know, thinking about things 
from my past or thinking about the ways that I can grow or have grown or how I want to live, how I want to be, you know, how I want to behave. And it all comes from 10 minutes of my day. Just sitting there for 10 minutes and like allowing myself to be still and breathe, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like Richard Dreyfuss and the Goodbye Girl. I have meditated. Therefore, (laughs) I am relaxed. (laughs) I am calm. I am confident. You, on the other hand, have have not not meditated. meditated. Therefore, you are a pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. It's crazy. I I always thought it was bullshit, but it is fucking crazy. So, it you know, I there are a lot of tools out there. I've therapy, antidepressants, you know, but drinking. Have you considered drinking? <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Used marijuana. to work for me for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> marijuana. Right. Nothing anyone said to me affected me at no, all. Oh man, I was always so happy. I, I didn't until care. I was <laughs> people would people would offend me and then I would be like, Well what I don't what happened? Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even have a opinion. I don't even have a pill. I'm not even dating this girl. <laughs> Maybe I should get into a fight with her. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. That's always the best. When tension from your parents results in fights with your... We've been there. But I hope that's not the case. It sounds like you and your girlfriend are... Or, you know, she she drives while you feel your feelings. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good sign. Maybe you're recreating your relationship with your mother with this poor girl. huh? Our, d- we always do. What are you doing? You can't say maybe. So what are your intentions with this girl? To make her your mother? Oh, snap. Yeah. I just dropped my mic. Well, why do you relate to that, man? I'm okay, laying, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm laying on the ground talking into <laughs> a mic, mic I just dropped. That's right. Um... We hope that helped. If you want to follow up, please. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Uh, if you want to send an email, I love you okay pod at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick bathroom break. Go ahead, Matt. Take it over. All right. Let's see what our friend is doing here in uh, 1974. I found these diaries at the Iliad Bookshop, which is now opening for online orders. And you can pick up books at the store. Elite Bookshop, conveniently located in North Hollywood, California. Let's see. What is today? May. Well, let's see if I can find Memorial Day. May 24, 25. Is this Memorial? Oh, here it is. Okay. May 27th, 1974, Memorial Day. Um. Oh, my God. The entry starts off with yo-yo. Yo-yo. <laughs> St- started up. Slept late, but not too late. Then got to 5G. 5G. That's what caused the coronavirus. Just in time. She was really down at first. The The house... Relaxant into good uh, shape. I don't know. This guy's handwriting sometimes. Um, in the line at NBC, we didn't say much. And the 
process was well underway. Had about a time at the show and an even better one afterwards. I wonder what show you went to. Um, ended on a slightly up note. Went over to the EC to get some um, envelopes. Is this going to go much longer? No, it won't. <laughs> I thought you were peeing. Why don't you, you know go I'm sitting here. Why don't you go poop? <laughs> you know I don't poop. He started this entry with yo-yo. I heard that. <laughs> Sounds like he's trying to find a new identity. I think so. Uh, but left five hours late after closing some brochures for money and getting lots of reinforcement. Tired, 3.30. God. He went to a taping at NBC. See, in my mind, he went to see Johnny Carson. Oh. That'd be amazing. You know what I call God? Sky Daddy. Sky Daddy? Mm-hmm. That feels like something you got from a drag queen. <laughs> well, I still need to... Uh, I, sh- I should start taking my days off just to commit to reading these diaries. Hey, man, if that's how you want to spend your time... It's not. <laughs> It's really not. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Do you want to do some the last of the 36, and then we'll wrap this one up? Yep, let's do it. We don't need to go full two two goddamn hours. Steam ahead. No, because we can have a little time for ourselves tonight, you know? That would be wonderful. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Matt's only had the whole day. Oh, you had yesterday, you fucking trollop. Ooh, you are a trollop yourself, my friend. Um, the movie quotes calendar for this weekend is "Love means never having to say you're sorry." From the movie Love Story. That's bullshit. Well, you know what? I agree with the sentiment. Yeah, but that's not reality. That's a movie. Have you ever watched that movie? Uh, I've seen bits of it. Bits of it. <laughs> Bits of honey. Bits of honey. All right, let's see. Do you understand what the sentiment of it is? That means that I shouldn't be hurting you. So I don't have to apologize. Unconditional love? Yes, I believe it's in line with acceptance. Meaning... I love, love the, no I love what. this person and this person loves me. There I I can ex, I can it doesn't need to be said there was no malicious intent. I forgive you. Right, but that's how resentments build up is by someone not saying that they've they were wrong, don't you think? Well, um I was wrong is different from I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, I know they're different technically, but I think they do go hand in hand. Um, no, well, I don't because, um, I feel like people say I'm sorry and it's lost its meaning, whereas... Admitting you were wrong is um, <laughs> like 
that could never go out of style <laughs> and that could never right. be, you know, you think the president could ever say that he was wrong? I'm sure he could say like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I don't think he could say I'm sorry. Yeah, what? but but like, look at it this way. I'm sorry can be used in in ineffectively, inappropriately, like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, well, I'm sorry well, that that's you. That's not. I'm sorry. Well, but that's. I'm sorry you feel that way. But the but it's but you can say that, and then it's not even. It's on the other side of the spectrum from. I was wrong to make you feel that way. I understand. I just feel, mm. whenever I've said I was wrong, I've always said I'm sorry. I was wrong. It's always gone hand in hand for me. <sighs> But I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, of course. Okay. No, I, I, I actually, I, I try my best to not say I'm sorry. I try to say I was wrong. I hope you can forgive me. Okay. Well, let me know if there's anything I can do to make it right. Anyway, I get it. Right. I totally get it. I just think it's like semantics. Okay. I'm but... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, go. Um, it's not semantics. Question number. 35 yikes oh boy of all the people in your family what the fuck this is supposed to make me figure out if i could date you <laughs> fall in love not date fall in love question number 35 of all the people in your family whose death would you find most disturbing why most disturbing what does that mean? I don't know. How about the four-year-old in the next room? Oh, my God. Because he's four. How about that? Oh, my God. 36 questions uh, to find love. Who? Oh, that's so wrong. That is so wrong. That's like, what in the fuck is, you fucking lab coats? I would you love to know what your, what your theory behind yeah. this question is. Walk me through your process. <sighs> When it comes to Skip. finding love. Skip. I think I answered it for both of us. I think you us. sure did. What a fucking... <laughs> you know. You know. Here we go. You believe in science and then fucking... Oh. Oh. oh ain't got no hearts, oh, you know? Oh, science is my higher power. Oh, oh. I'm going to jizz into your oh. beaker. Mm. Oh, physics. I read books about physics. I explain physics to my four-year-old. I can explain love scientifically. Question number 36. The last of the 36 questions that lead to, that love. Lead to love. An exhausting trip into the world of people who don't understand who people. don't understand love. <laughs> Question number 36. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Okay. Um, I guess the only problem that I can think of that we've already talked about, actually, but of course we have because we see each other every day is with work 
Oh. And it's not so much a problem as it is just an unknown. It's uh, an uncertainty. It's... I do have to talk about the ghost also. That's all I want to talk about now. <laughs> little uh, detour here. I went into work to pay bills to check everything was right. I work at a restaurant. so I General went, manager in general a restaurant. General manager in a restaurant. I went in. You know, I had gone in the week before. There were two dumpsters that were like moved over to the to this to the wall kind of in front of the back door i was thinking well somebody's sleeping back there you know nobody's there now whatever uh the awnings were up were open and they had been open i guess the week before because or somebody went in or something happened um I go in, I go to the bathroom, I ch- kind of like eye everything. I had been there the week before. I had locked the liquor closet door, like pulled it closed. It locks automatically. Um, Wait a second. It does, when, that, when that door is closed, it, it locks, locks automatically. automatically? Yes. You don't lock the door. The door is locked. Yes. You have to. You I've didn't been tell me that. Yes, I. Ha- yes, I did. I one hundred percent did. No, let, let me. Let me. Let no, me. I one hundred percent did. I had. I had issues with you asking me questions. That's the issue. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. Okay, we will. <laughs> we will. Uh, and I just want to say before we get into that kind of thing. Oh boy. I want you to look at your, the way your part two. Okay, that's all I want to say. Oh yeah. Please. Yeah. Why don't you tell me all about my part? No, I, I don't. I'm not going to do that. That's why I said you do it. Mm. I'm not going to do your dirty dishes. I'm sure <laughs> you have thoughts on what my part. No, is. I actually don't. I okay. just want you to look at it. So, I go in. I go to the bathroom. I, you know, I had just driven from Van Nuys to, you know, Hollywood, whatever. So I go to the bathroom, I check everything's fine, the lights are the same, there's, you know, a ladder behind the bar, I figured one of my bosses had been in there to, like, get some liquor or whatever. The liquor door storage, the liquor room storage is closed, everything looks normal. I go to the bathroom, I go back to the office, and I'm, like, paying some bills, I'm waiting for the patio to dry out because it had rained, you know, that's why I had gone in in the first place, and um, to close the awnings. And I'm sitting there in the office and I keep getting a feeling like someone is behind me. And it's not a threatening feeling. It's just a feeling. And I'm like, you're freaking yourself out. You're like freaked out that somebody is, you know, here because you thought about the dumpsters, you know, and somebody living behind the dumpsters. And then I go to the bathroom again. I come back to the office. I go to the bathroom again. I was there for like three hours. So you drink so much water. So much water. So much water. I am just constantly. So does Jack. He got that from me. He just drinks so much water all day. So I am waiting for, I'm waiting to hear back from my boss. She's like doing a class. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll sit here and watch this community thing. And I'm watching it and get that feeling again. I like turn my, to face the door so that I can like just look out. I just feel like weird. And I go back to go to the bathroom one last time before I go. And the fucking liquor closet door is wide open. The light is on in the liquor storage. The light in the bathroom that I wasn't using. There's two bathrooms. I was not using the one closest to the liquor storage room. That light is on, but that door is closed. And I was like. And these are motion. These are motion sensor lights. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, is somebody here? And of course, I did that thing that, that people do in horror movies where I go into the room to look. And I'm like, hello? And I look in there and there's nothing. There's no one. And I'm like, that's so weird. And I close the door and I got more scared when I opened the bathroom door because I was like, okay, if they're not in there, they must be in the bathroom. I look in the bathroom. Nobody's in there. I'm like, okay, this is so weird. And so I start to like, I'm pretty rational about stuff like that. I used to get really scared about ghosts and stuff. And like, could, let me ask you. Yeah. Could you get locked in the liquor? No. You could open it. You can always open it from the inside, but from the outside, it always locks. Cause Mm. I can't even tell you how many times I would go back there and be like, oh my God, I left my keys in the office. I have to go back and get my keys. Right. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's the restaurant. You can get into it. So it's like, you don't want to leave it open. Um, so I go back to the office. I text my boss. I'm like, this is really weird. And the dumpsters were pushed to the wall. So I think somebody may have broken in here. There might be somebody living in the, I'm just thinking it's just a human. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to sort it. I'm like, what's going on? And I leave. She, um, without telling me, she's like, I, I called the cops. So the cops come over there. They like check everything out. They're like, you know, if it was homeless people, we think they would trash the place. That's what usually happens. So there's no sign of anyone having been in here at all, except that. The they also would see like a point of entry or. Right. I mean, what I was thinking is that they climbed up the dumpsters through the awning and down into, but I didn't see any like chairs were not moved that we had moved against the wall on the patio. I mean, like, yeah, like a, a, the vent would be kicked out or like there would just be. Right. Well, even there was a plant right by the patio door and it had started to die. A money plant, ironically enough, but it had started (laughs) to die and the leaves were like right in front of where the door was and there was no, you know, nothing had been disturbed. So, you know, I like I double check the office door and I double check the liquor door every time I close it. I'm just like, it's just a force of habit now because I don't want to be responsible for somebody breaking into our important stuff, you know. Mm. So anyway, the cops checked it out. Nothing. And I'm like, well, you need to see if you can get that video because we have cameras, you know. And so sure enough, she gets the video and it just shows the door open like a crack. And then all of a sudden it just swings in towards the liquor room. The light goes on and that's it. And I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck was that? Like, it looks like a ghost. It looks like every video a, you've ever seen. It's a door opening by itself. It was closed when I got there. Yeah. I felt like I was going crazy. So then when I came home, like I, re- I really was like, there was guilt running through my mind that she had called the cops because I hate when people call the cops for things that are not important or like aren't real or it's just like i got a little spooked yes hello is this the police station this is karen send the cops (laughs) right it really bothers me i'm like the cops have other things to do it's also a pandemic right now so the cops going there and her going there and i'm just like oh god i feel so guilty i feel so guilty anytime the cops had to in the when i went to fordham in the bronx anytime the cops had to deal with one of the fordham kids they were furious i bet they were and they would like they would just scream at us, be like, you don't think we have anything better to do right now in 1998 in the Bronx? <laughs> right. Oh, God. 
<laughs> yeah. So, yes, my guilt was going crazy. Right. I didn't know how to sort it out in my brain because I like I have very recently decided that I don't believe in ghosts. Like we used to watch stuff all the time. You yeah, and me sure. we used to watch celebrity ghost hunters and paranormal shit. And we would get freaked out. And then my brain just hit a point where I was like, this is not real. No one has ever seen a ghost like this is crazy. And so I just started to become, I also used to get very scared very easily. Sure. So this was kind of my way of protecting myself. Well, anytime it was a celebrity ghost story about like, I woke up and my mother was there. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, You were dreaming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to hear about your fucking phony dream. Right. But I have a friend, Nicole, who's very into ghosts. And she's like, how can you not believe in ghosts? And I'm like, I just don't. I don't. I just don't. So she's like, aha, the ghost heard you say that. And I'm just like, come on, that's not true. Uh, But the fact that I felt someone standing behind me. Yeah, that's odd. Is very odd because I didn't have that feeling the week before. And this time the dumpsters had been moved back. So I'm like, I had even less reason. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the dumpsters were moved back this time. So I had even less reason to be, like, freaked out, you know? I don't know. Just in my rational ras- rationalization. But I don't know. It was very weird. The video is very weird. Everyone I've shown it to, even, like, complete skeptics are like, that looks like a fucking ghost, if you ask me. I'm like... Well, it's it's ghost or not. Like, it's a door opening by itself. Right. And I asked my boss, I was like, has that, she goes, well, maybe it just opens sometime. I was like, has it ever opened? You've been open for a year. Has it ever opened by itself? She's like, well, no, but, and I'm like, well, then that's not the answer. A door that locks automatically opened by itself. Right. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you. (laughs) I know. Was it a homeless person that was invisible? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... When I came home, we, you know, I I was getting frustrated by your questions because it felt to me like I couldn't sort it out in my brain. And you kept asking me questions that I was like, I, I, I don't know. I I literally don't have any more information. And I was getting very frustrated with you. Yeah, you were. (laughs) I was not. I feel like what happened was you were feeling a little traumatized yeah because it was it still wasn't like clear like was there someone there that could have hurt you well that's what i was thinking when i got home i was like i think someone was in the restaurant with me and i'm and that's scary no shit yeah no shit yeah that's the first thought that came in my mind is someone is in here and i so i was asking questions to be like wait let me i'm i'm to be perfectly honest that is the most concise you have told me this story. Right. And there were there were beat details that you just told me that I'm hearing for the first time. It's taken me I understand. Yeah. But I, I think I think I did say most of what I just said. I know I said that the door locks because I know you asked me that question. And I know I said that the door locks from the outside like it's automatic i don't think i said it automatically locks i think maybe i said it locks from the outside i don't know but i think i said it very scattered because right no i'm scattered right and you've been you've been telling a lot of people yeah 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 yeah. and i think the other also thing is that 
I am someone that you feel comfortable with, that you love, that means you don't have to say you're sorry. And so you are a little more like, I don't want to fucking talk about it with me than like with other people. Yeah, it was a little traumatized. Right, which is not, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It All it means is, it doesn't mean like anything other than, oh, Glennis is frazzled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, but I, but I do think you, um, were, I don't know how you were feeling. I I was, I was confused and trying to understand. And like, you would say something, I'd be like, wait, so the bathroom door is open too? And you're like, Matt, I can't have you trying to solve this mystery. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay, really not doing Uh, that. No, you would ask, you were asking questions that I was like, I don't even understand that question. Like you would ask questions that I was like, I either didn't think it was important to what I was trying to sort out in my head or I was like, I don't understand. What does that even mean? Like, I, I can't think of the question, but there was one. Sure, sure, sure. I don't understand what you're asking me. But yeah, it was, I don't handle, I think I handled myself well in this, in the moment, but the feelings after no i didn't handle that well at all with you and like it's so funny that restaurant has like really i feel like i go into that restaurant i go into like work mode and then when i leave i just like like i either literally throw up from a panic attack or (laughs) i just so there's my problem Mm. i don't necessarily enjoy this job i have the job i have continued to get paid through this which is amazing but it is a very stressful job on top of a stressful like you know stressful company so yeah um but i don't know what to do with my life and i'm 41 solve my problem matt mccarthy (laughs) was that the thing well i you know there's also stress that you're just you're manufacturing yourself. Yeah, well, that's always a thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there was stress that I was manufacturing myself, but it was also like that is a very difficult thing to like separate from us in going into a normal restaurant where it was like had been running smoothly. You know, I'm stepping into a to like shit that wasn't just like to quote your favorite <clears throat> your favorite president you inherited a mess i inherited a mess so that just i couldn't step away from that you know it was hard to separate that like it just seemed impossible i was like it's just all it's just all well i i don't know i mean, i think maybe maybe like our friend who wrote the email it it seems to me there are times when you are anticipating disaster, you know. Um, maybe disasters. <gasps> excuse me, too strong of a word. I think maybe now more than I sound like a drunk mouse in a cartoon. You do, maybe now more than ever. Like now, I'm anticipating disaster. Before, I think I was trying to take on everything. Yeah, and then yeah. you would leave and throw up. Yeah, well, you know. that happened once, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, but emotionally, 
Right. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I, there's been a run where you've been like waking up like oh, ready, yeah. ready to be fired every day. Right. You know, right. which is it's not an uncommon situation right now for people. Right. Exactly. But it's also, you know, you have proven to be quite essential. Yeah. To this operation. Yeah, and I maybe don't want to be that essential. Um, but I don't, you know, like a lot of people right now, I don't have a choice, but I but I am very, very lucky. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I told you the other day about like this vision I had for what I really want to do while I was meditating. I had this vision and it didn't have anything to do with the job that I currently have, you know, but... I'm not in control, you know, there's other energies, there's other things out at it at play. I just find it interesting that there was maybe an actual energy around me at the yeah. restaurant. Well, there is at, at the very bare minimum, there is something that you need to uncover about yourself. Right. And you need to learn and, and through an experience. And, you know, then you can move on to something else. Yeah. Because right now is not forever. Right. It's just right now. Right. So I don't know if that was like hit all the marks of that question, but what's your, I feel like I've talked enough. So what's your problem? My wife. Um, my wife. My wife. Uh, I don't know. Fucking personal problem. Ask your partner's advice how you might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back how you seem back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. There's so many yous and. This is a this is a lot of this is like tears. This is the most jumbled, jargled. It's like I got a problem. What would you do? How do you think I feel? <laughs> well, we'll write our own list. Like I've been saying, we really will. Um, Question one: I don't Which know. one of your family members do you want to murder? I know. It's like, who would you be really just dis- not even like sad, disturbed? That this person in your family died. How about destroyed? Disturbed. Disturbed. Why? Why? Because they're dead. Yeah. That's why. It disturbed me. I was watching a show. And then the next question is, what's something going on? (laughs) Um, the, The biggest personal problem I have right now is I am tired so much of the day. Right. You know, and I have found it difficult to watch TV and stay awake or especially God forbid try to read and stay awake. I've made so little progress on the book that I'm really enjoying. Um you know, it's just and I'm I'm kind of stuck right now because I've got the CPAP for this for the obstructive sleep apnea, which is physically in my throat. It keeps the air moving while I'm asleep. But now my doctor, through the data, is saying I have central 
sleep apnea as well, which is my brain is just stopping the breathing. Yeah. Which is funny, now that I think about it, there were times in recent memory that I recall once in a while, it hasn't happened in recently, but once in a while, I remember in the past, just kind of sitting there and just <sighs> suddenly mm. taking a deep breath as though I just stopped breathing, you know? I don't know if you ever, if that rings a bell, me ever doing that with you. Mm-mm. But, um, so the sleep study place has opened up again and the earliest appointment I could get was in the middle of July. And in the meantime, my doctor was like, well, I could put you on, you know, this drug. She's like, Google it and see what you think. And all I'm Googling is, is this habit forming? And it is. And and honest to God, I already felt that disappointment in me of like, well, yeah, but I could, and I'm already like trying to stay on the drug that I'm already not on. Yeah. I'm already trying to convince myself that I'm not abusing the drug that I want to it's it's just it's incredible the for a guy like me the um the stark raving danger of a doctor saying, "Well, you could take this." You know? Yeah. But she's someone that I—I I mean, I, when I go to the, you know, in sobriety, new dentist, you know, this this physician, when they have you fill out that form, you know, I I always write it in. I'm like alcoholic addict, you know, like well, I I want this person to know. Well, I mean, no one's gonna force a drug in your mouth. No, but I want them to be aware when they are discussing medications with me. Yeah, you know. Because of, like, stories about, you know, hearing, like, you know, people getting put on something or, like, you know, some, thank goodness they had, like, a sober person with them when they were in the hospital, like, oh, well, we were going to put them on, you know, the lauded's. And it's like, no, don't do that. Does it have to be a narcotic? No. It can be this non-narcotic. It can be fucking Tylenol. Right. Doctors, not all... People don't think, right. and people who don't understand addiction don't understand addiction. Um, it looks like you're holding a little roach clip with your microphone's a roach. I mean, it's, it's a big roach. A big roach? A big roach. <laughs> a roach. I was le- leaning backwards, and it was resting on my belly. So I enjoy that we're going for long walks in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because I'm losing a little bit of weight and getting a little bit of energy. I think maybe if I could do more water than coffee, that would help too. Well, you can. I am going to. But I, I, I've. it's really on the last couple of years that I've really, you know, grown dependent on coffee. Um, I never drank it before. Yeah. You know, like never. Yeah. Um. And then it was really only the last couple of years that I noticed, God, I'm so sluggish after lunch. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, <laughs> I'm sluggish after breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But, you know. Well. That's my personal problem. 
I think that um, the thing the thing that I feel like you have not tried is going to bed earlier. You stay up until one in the morning. Well, and then you sleep until you know eight, and like that is actually really bad sleep. That's very bad sleep hygiene is what they call it. And I had to do a lot of this, you know, I, I'm not, I can't say that I did all of the work on it, but I've gotten my sleep hygiene to a point where I'm just like, okay, I know that I need to go to bed by midnight at the very latest. If mm. I stay up past midnight, I'm fucked because the sun comes up. My, my, we're just aware of the light, you know? So that's the only thing that I feel like you haven't tried. And to say that you're stuck without actually trying something that is a very real possible option that could help you, that's, that's you know, that's all. Well, maybe I'll do that. Well, I said that to you. I've said that to you, though. And you've gotten very, I don't stay up late. I don't stay up late. It's not the issue. It's not the issue. And it's, 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 diff it's frustrating. Because then I wake up with Jack and you get to sleep in. And I'm like, well, if you went to bed earlier, then you'd feel better. I know you would. You slept so... The first night I redid our bedroom. I like cleaned it, reorganized. I mean, I organized the closets. Like it is nice. The first night I did that, you slept great. And I think it was because you went to bed at like 1030. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I also, I rotated the mattress too. Sure. But I understand. But it is it's that thing of I don't feel this so much anymore, but you know, when this all started, I got to a point where I was like I didn't want to go to bed cuz I didn't want to have to get up and do the routine all over again. Right, but I mean, you're also taking, you know, you're falling asleep during the day well, and that's that's no, bad that's sleep true. hygiene too that's true you know they say stay awake as long as you can do not take a nap during the day it's the same with jack you know if he takes a nap during the day then he his bedtime gets pushed then he gets up a little earlier like it's a little different now but i mean you know? i just i i can't help it like so i don't know what's happening sometimes or like i'm but yeah. i'm also i'm like i'm trying to read and i get so into a routine of like nodding off and then thinking i can power through it right and then it's just useless it's just garbled yeah or like you know you guys went to the beach or yeah you had gone to the beach and when you came back and you're like what are you doing i'm like i'm just sleeping in my office chair because i'm like trying to like do stuff and then i'm just like i nod out yeah you know i mean i think the thing that's helped me like i was feeling really shitty for a little bit like my body hurt i had just gotten in this routine, like you said earlier, about uh, like you get in this routine of just sitting. It's very sedentary right now because we just aren't moving. We're not going anywhere. We're not yeah. doing anything, you know? And I think that's a big part of it is like, you know, it's not fun to be like, well, and I, my bedtime is 10 p.m. or my bedtime is 10.30. But if you're moving throughout the day, then it's easier to sleep. And I found the days that like I'm really yeah. deep cleaning the house or reorganizing or doing something like that, which you and Jack, you know, playing outside, whatever it is, then I fall into the deepest sleep. I feel so much better. I mean, it's funny. I was in a, I was in a better routine before. No, now that you mention all of that, 
I think I think you are right because I mean it's. I re- I was going to bed at like eleven. Like I could not stay up past eleven. Right. You know. Right. Um. And there was something. A little more satisfactory about my routine, when you were still going into the restaurant, um. Because I would. Me and Jackie would be here, you know, we'd do school, we'd do some fun, some playing, and then I would, you know, he would play or he would help me clean. I would just do some dusting or something, Yeah, you know, just to break it up and also to get something done and be of service to the family. And then that in and of itself just makes me feel better, Yeah, you know. Yeah, if I lie down in bed and I've been lying in bed all day or sitting in a chair all day, it just feel I feel restless. Oh yeah, there are. I mean, today was not the case, but there have been times when it's kind of because Glennis and I are doing like one of us gets a day for a day, a day for a day over the weekend, and um, no wonder I needed drugs and drinking to just sit and watch TV all day because I cannot do that anymore and feel happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I have to go. I mean, there are times like... I'll, the thing that I do now, if I'm sitting in my room or if I'm our room and I'm like on the computers, I'm just talking to friends. <laughs> now I'm just like a teenager again where I'm just like chatting, you know... Mm-hmm. so I'm not just sitting there watching something all day. I did that the first day that we did day for a day. I did that. And I was just like, I got to get out. I got to get out of the house. This is making me crazy. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that I can do that will, I can stay awake or I find I'm not nodding off as much is just staring at the fucking phone. Cause it's hmm. it's a constant like, and I and I can't do that anymore. Cause I'm just yeah. like, the the last week when I got this phone wet and it was sitting in rice for a day, was incredible. But I also felt, um, like the withdrawal from it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm so much more addicted to my phone now. I mean, it's you know, it's summer. It's gonna get hotter. I know that that's you know, it's well, we hard have to a, get we have, out. We have a pool. Well, we have a pool, but I was going to say it's hard to get out and go for another walk, but that's an option too. You know, it's like, we don't have to walk fast. We don't have to like get that exercise we try to get in the morning. We can just go for a walk or you can go for a walk, you know? Well, we can even do it early while it's still cool out. Yeah. We could totally do that early. But I think that's, as someone who's had Mm -hmm. sleep issues, I think that'll help you a lot bro what do you smell gilda success ah the smell of success well 36 questions that lead to love do boy, you oh boy yeah do you guys love us now <gasps> and w- and and you know when i say we're gonna write th- some questions i just mean like what 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 the fuck <laughs> What are these questions? That's the question. That's the question. What the fuck? Yeah, the first question is what the fuck. The second one is why the fuck. White women. White women. What's wrong with white women? 
You deserve it, white women. You deserve it. Go to a restaurant. Forget it. I mean, there were people at the beach without masks on. Almost everybody. But there were two women. I couldn't tell how old they were, but I'm going to guess like 50s. And they had the paper masks on and they were just like up to their necks in the water with the little paper masks on. And it was beautiful. That's hilarious. It was glorious. I was like, what if they get wet? But I was like, Jack, don't go near people. Okay. And he was so good. Good. I was like, I'm, I don't like that. This is how our child has to act by running away from people. But well, I mean, it's just, yeah, but I don't know. Like we, we still need to get tested, you know, like testing seems very, um, crucial, but very, uh, flawed and well, it, it is, it's, it's look, my limited understanding is the tests are not very good well our friend got a positive test and then got a negative test right so i don't know i mean he has to get an antibody te- test now and um yeah but i think it's important yeah test. well no it is but it, it is that thing of like yeah they they don't yeah because they're trying to figure out what to do next like i keep hearing phrases like herd immunity or right antibodies or false negatives or you know it's just the whole thing is fucked it would be great if somebody was driving the bus right <laughs> you know well they will be soon so um do you want to do a chat check real quick or should we oh just yeah it? fuck let's see what chat's up to i might have saved something in the um oh and and to give an update i did watch the rest of that video yeah the 12 minute video yeah and it and it, it is he he kind of he keeps trying to make himself clear, um, which is is a polite way of saying he repeats himself. But it is like he is just he's just stunned with the idea of what he used to think made him happy. It's so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then kind of the fear of friends who were sober going out. You know. You could be our friend, Chet. Are you listening? Chet, can you hear me? Chet Hanks, can you hear me? Thank you. You did it. Let's see. Teamwork. Chet, check. Chet, check. Everybody want to have a Chet check. Um, Chet Hanks, check. Chet, check, check. Is this his girlfriend? Says, my heart. Rion Brown. Well, she's lovely. Um, pictures of him. Yeah, he pu- he'll put up a video and then it'll vanish. Let me see if there's anything that I saved within the past week. That self-judgment. It's a brutal beast. I know. Um... He's Stars. growing his he's growing his hair out. He's not sure how he feels about it. Um I, I think stars they're just like us. That's right. I need to figure out a way to Yeah, these were Instagram stories. I need to figure out a way to record Instagram stories. I might play them on your phone and record them on my phone or something like that. Yeah. Because at one point him and his buddy were driving and um you know, he's just like social distance hanging out, but he's also on crutches. And then um, at one point, 
he was blasting um I mean I sent you the one video where he the one Instagram story where he's singing along to Whitney Houston. Yeah. But there was God, there was another one. I wish he wouldn't delete these. Cause he wrote one that was he wrote one post that was just like um God damn it. Oh, oh, here it is. Do yourself a favor and go listen to Kokomo by the Beach Boys right fucking now. And then oh in, his, my God. in in his Instagram stories is him and his buddy who might have been wearing a dead shirt, I couldn't tell, but they were blasting Kokomo and just like singing along oh with my it. God. It was the best. That was like my grade school life, like blasting Kokomo. Oh my God. That Kokomo was like that was like whatever grade that was probably like fifth or sixth fifth probably i think i was still in grade school oh definitely we were definitely in grade school yeah um but i feel like it was even like maybe even like fourth yeah but so old but that was like that pang of you know the latency period is over now i've noticed the girls in class and that that ache of unrequited love not even knowing what that is just i see fred fred i see fred people fred and winnie i can't (laughs) Kevin and Winnie. Kevin and Winnie. Fred and Winnie sounds hilarious. <laughs> Kissing on TV, you know, and I'm just like, I want that. I want to find my Winnie Cooper in the woods and kiss her, you know. <laughs> also, there was a commercial for Rice Krispies with fruity marshmallows in it. Do you remember this? No. And the prize was like a stick of gum or something, some sort of pack of gum. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to uh, after the pitch for the commercial. It's Fred Savage um, in a library at school, like blowing bubbles with the gum, and a girl notices him. There's so much, like, not uh, sexualized is is a harsh word, but there's just so much like boys and girls falling in love in these commercials. Well, it's the it's the. Yeah, it's like reinforced heterosexuality. It's like, you must fall in love to be normal. You must notice girls. You must notice boys. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, it's, you know, it's because white dudes were in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Cis white dudes were in charge being like, this is what's normal. Well, I, I suppose so. But I think it's also that idea of, like, we have to appeal to girls too, and that just means oh, we have to tell a love story. Yeah, well, that's yeah. And then yes, it it, it well, it's got to be a boy and a girl because anything else is a uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah, I mean, just like making that like when people are like, oh, he's a little lady killer. Oh, he's. Right. Oh, is he making eyes at me? It's just like don't sexualize my child. Right. Don't don't cover up the coppertone baby's butt crack. What are you doing? Why would you do that? That is so fucked up beyond like beyond fucked up. I mean, I remember I mean I don't remember the day, but I remember noticing like 
like America's Funniest Home Videos, let's say, when it was like a two-year-old kid suddenly they're being blurred below the waist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. On the butt, you mean? Either or. Well, I, I think on the, I think. The front? Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's fucking pervs out there. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want my kid on TV with, without the front blurred. Um, I it, look. It's, but it, that could also be. I can appreciate that. That can be considered pornographic, I think. Like, I think that there are laws in place, if I'm not wrong. You can't share pictures of. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like there's a. I don't think they. Ever I do don't that. know. I, I well, there's obviously there's a difference between, you know. A kid not wearing pants because they're too young to for it to matter and. You know, pictures of abuse, obviously. No, no, no. I'm saying that I think, yes, of course there's a difference. I'm saying that there's, I think there are, you're not allowed to share that anywhere because there are fucking creeps out there who will. Maybe. I don't know what the laws are, yeah. is, is my point in yeah. saying the distinction. Yeah. but I'm, I think, I'm not explaining it to you. No, I know. <laughs> Thanks. When they... What I was saying is when they covered up the copper tone thing, it was always a cute thing because it was a little doggy yeah, showing the, the tan. Right. And then they covered it up and it's like, well, then what's the point? Like, then change your ad because you're not showing the tan anymore. You're just covering up the butt crack because why? Right. Because it was sexual. Cause it's a, because someone with a suit and no soul was like. Yeah. Well, yeah. some group complained and yeah. And yeah. I'm sure. I should look into it before I start saying, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what I'm sure that's what happened. It was white women. <laughs> A bunch of Karens. No offense to any Karens out there unless offense is needed. And it's so funny. That we know so many wonderful Karens. We do. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, should we end it? Well, no, all I was going to say was you... Wouldn't let Jack watch one of the Scooby-Doo shows because they were talking about dating. Yeah. And then I watched a tape of Muppet Babies, and I'm like, that's all they're talking about is Miss Piggy and Kermit dating. And it's no wonder that kids are just like, that is what I must do. That is what I must do. Find a girlfriend. Find a boyfriend. What's your intention with this pig? (laughs) Are You you should be dating a frog. (laughs) Exactly. No interspecies dating. Anyway. All right. Well. Well, great I love. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh. Great episode. Great episode. Love you. Okay. I was gonna say great episode, and we will be back. And if you want to send us information or emails or whatever, if you want to send us information, send us information on a missing person. Yeah. Or if you have suggestions for, now that we're done with the thirty-six questions. Well, this person did. This uh, Garrett person who sent us this email said that we should now do the uh where did i get it like where did a, i do it a, what did it happen like a personality thing or something it's like your love language i think ah yeah we should do it fireworks 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 yay <laughs> very good very, very good, good. Yay. yay yeah it's like the enneagram test figure out what personality type you guys are oh the enneagram test yeah 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 so it's, I don't think it, that's the love language. It's different, but that's another thing we could do. 
All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I tweeted the Pop-Tart thing, and Hal Sparks retweeted it and wrote, Breaking, Matt once had sex with a Pop-Tart. Prove me wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Warm it up and stick your dick in it, guys. Gross. It's like a flat, but okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Okay. Okay. Okay.